Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast on Tuesday, October the 3rd. And our top story today is that a teenage boy who went missing from Maidstone nearly a month ago has been found dead. Russell Burdett Deacon hadn't been seen since leaving his home near Sutton Road last month. Well, Lucy joins me now with more on this incredibly sad story. And there had been a number of searches for the 17-year-old. Yes, as you say, desperately sad news for all of Russell's friends and family who'd put out numerous appeals for information. His mum had also spoken to the podcast, making a direct appeal to Russell to get in touch. The Mid-Kent College student was first reported missing on September 6th and last night police confirmed a body had been found in Moat Park. Officers say they were called to Woodland at about 11 yesterday morning. Lots of messages have been posted on socials. Rachel's put on our Facebook, My heart goes out to the family. So sad, heartbreaking news. Kerry's added, So sad, thoughts are with his family. Jenny says, My heartfelt condolences to his family and friends. And Harry's posted, Sending love to all his family and friends. Lucy, thank you ever so much. Kent Online News. Junior doctors and consultants are continuing their joint strike for a second day, affecting NHS services across Kent. They're taking industrial action until Thursday morning in their long-running dispute over pay and conditions. Although only a small number of staff will be available, emergency care will still be provided. Elsewhere, more than 13,000 patients in part of North Kent could be without a doctor's surgery within a year if a new super surgery is not built. Now, three surgeries in Greenhithe will have to close in the next 12 months following inspections by the CQC. It was hoped patients at Elmdean Greenhithe and Ivy Bowers surgeries would be moved to a new larger medical centre in Steele Avenue but opposition to the new super surgery is holding up the plans. The delays may mean patients having to travel further afield for their medical care. A man and woman are due to go on trial accused of murdering a baby near Faversham during lockdown. 18-month-old Alfie Phillips died from multiple injuries including broken bones in Hearn Hill in November 2020. 34-year-old Jack Benham from High Street Road and Sean Hedges, who's 26 and from Yelverton in Devon, are expected at Maidstone Crown Court. Next today, and new figures show the bill for temporary housing in Kent has doubled over the last five years. Council spent more than £26 million on properties last year, up from £13.3 million in 2018. People who are at risk of becoming homeless and ending up on the streets are put in temporary accommodation until a council property becomes available. We can see a breakdown of the figures for exactly where you live in the county by heading to this story at Kent Online today. £5 million, for example, was spent in Medway, followed by £3.4 million in Swale. Now, Friday Quick has been in temporary accommodation in Chatham since December last year, and she's been telling Kate for the podcast what it's been like. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> I can't really say any worse than that, really. Um, we've been here since... December, I think, 2nd of December. It's awful. Absolutely awful. I mean, the garden was really badly overgrown when we moved in, and we have a dog now since we've moved here, uh, more for security for me. We are right next to an alleyway that is full up with rubbish. We've had um, a fridge freezer dumped at the end of the road, and it got blown over in the wind the other week and dented our car. Um, 
someone put out about five bottles of wee the other day that was just left on the corner of the road. So we've got damp, we've complained about constantly. They've come around and do, done a few repairs that needed doing, but we've got an issue with a wrap as well every now and then that keeps coming in and it's just it's degrading, pretty much. It's not nice. I mean, since we've been here, we've had one car stolen and burnt out. This car's been damaged. Um, I'm under so much stress with illnesses and things like that anyway. I don't need these other, other little things going wrong as well alongside. Sending me quite close to the edge of not wanting to be around anymore. And how are council, you know, you're struggling a lot. Are they helpful? Are they helping you through the process? Or are you finding that they, they're just not interested? No, the rough sleep, the rough sleeping team have been very, very good. They've they've come around. They give us food vouchers. They've done bits and pieces. Um, but my frustration is that the council's evidence based, and because of all the backlog with appointments and from COVID, I can't get the evidence as quickly as they need it. So I'm still waiting on referrals. I've just been another bone scan. Um, I've had reviews, uh, like an appeal from the application side of things. I've given them permission to get the information themselves. Um, I've signed a consent form. Um but they still say it's not enough. Now, Swale councillor Angela Harrison has commented on this story for us. She said that at the moment, private landlords have got the upper hand because there are more properties needed than are available. A private landlord can charge what they want. If we've got a duty to house you, we have to do that. We can't refuse to engage with landlords. Now, she says across Swale and every borough, there are good landlords and bad landlords. Some will keep a property up to scratch and others have treated it as a cash cow and people end up in squalor. She adds, we do try to negotiate prices and we're looking for a number of different ways to try to get the cost of all of this down, including purchasing 50 properties to use as temporary accommodation. Well, you can let us know what you think by commenting on the story at Kent Online. In fact, all this week, we're going to be looking at housing across the county. Kent Online reports. A man's been charged following a disturbance in Canterbury, which left a person in hospital. A group of people were seen near St George's Place last Thursday, but by the time police had arrived, they'd all left the scene. A 30-year-old from Ashford is due in court. A driver's been ordered to do a speed awareness course after a crash involving a group of Gillingham footballers. A BMW swerved around a corner before hitting a wall and a parked car on Woodlands Road back in August. It's understood striker Macaulay Bon was driving. An Ashford woman has appeared in court accused of sending offensive messages on social media to a woman having an affair with her boyfriend. Leanne Kelly found explicit pictures and videos on her partner's phone and then targeted the other woman online. Well, the 34-year-old who lives in Halstow Way has been placed on a 12-month community order. She's got to do 20 rehab sessions and pay nearly £400. This is one of our most read stories on the website today. A dad of two is facing a legal battle with local bosses over a six-foot fence that he's put up around his garden near Gravesend. Richard Hickson, who lives in Isted Rise, bought the land next to his house 
from developers to extend his garden back in 2018. The council now say it still has public highway rights and Richard could face prosecution if he doesn't take the fence down. Kent Online reports. A proposed new garden village near Lenham could get its own railway station. A government inspector's looked at plans for Heathlands Garden Village, which includes 5,000 new homes, and set out key changes, including a train station. The proposed changes have now been published so the public can give their views. If you follow Kent Online on socials, you can see pictures of dozens of dead fish that have washed up on the Kent coast. They were spotted on the beach at Hampton near Herne Bay. The Environment Agency reckoned they might have been discarded by a fishing boat. A school near Gravesend has finally reopened a week after closing because of structural issues. Pupils at Mepham School were sent home for remote learning following safety concerns. The head teacher says the problem has now been fixed. Now, Stoptober is underway for anyone who's trying to quit smoking and figures given to the podcast show rates in a part of Kent are on the rise, which is actually quite unusual now. According to Go Smoke Free, there's been a 78% increase in the number of people lighting up in Dover between 2018 and 2021. Now, the latest estimates by the council put Dover's smoking rate at around 12%. Well, Lucy has been speaking to Jess Mukherjee, who's the Assistant Director of Public Health for Kent County Council. Well, it's such good news, isn't it, that the rates of smoking are falling for a start. But there there are still about 2,000 people a year dying early deaths from preventable smoking-related illnesses. Um, And there's even more people going into hospital for those smoking-related illnesses as well. And that could be one of your loved ones or yourself if you're using tobacco. So stop smoking is the biggest and best thing you can do to make positive changes for your own health and for those around you as well. Also, it saves money. It's coming up for Christmas and, you know, you could save around £2,000 a year uh, stopping smoking as well. So Stoptober is so good because in just 48 hours, you'll get a noticeable health benefit Uh, And in one month, it gives you five times better chance for quitting smoking for good as well. I know you mentioned smoking rates are going down, but um, we've seen some stats that show in some places it's actually going up. There's been a 78% increase in smoking in Dover. Why, Why might that be? Well, uh, because the the way that we collect information uh, at a very local level um, means that some of those uh, data might not be quite what you think they are because the trend is actually coming down. But you are right. There are places where there are people who are smoking more. Generally, what we're finding is the trend for smoking is going down. But there are people who live in deprived communities or people who've got really stressful lives who find it really hard to stop smoking. We're living in really stressful times. Uh, people, are, you know, you, we have to acknowledge the hard lives that people are, are living and sometimes reaching for a cigarette feels like the right thing to do in the moment. But it's certainly, as we know from the statistics, not the right thing to do over a long period of time, because we know that it leads to early death. We know that it leads to lung cancer. We know that it leads to hypertension and stroke. And we know all these things. But, you know, in the moment, we try to help ourselves. So, you know, I would reach out for help. You know, there are talking therapies available. Uh, You know, reach out to your local community and these very um, easy to access stop smoking services as well, which we've got available for you. Are you still encouraging people to switch to vaping instead of smoking or is the message more to to just quit completely? 
well, it's really, you know, it's it's not easy to quit completely on your own. That's why we've got the services available available to you. And vaping is a good way to substitute the tobacco. So yes, you know, switch to vapes if you are smoking. It's probably not a good idea to vape if you don't uh, already smoke. But yeah, absolutely. If you're um, smoking and you want to quit and you want to do Stoptober, vaping's a good alternative. Kent Online News. A new immersive light show opens at Rochester Cathedral today. It's called Science and explores chemistry and biology through visual form with sound and light art projected onto different parts of the cathedral. If you've been before, you'll know this looks absolutely spectacular. It's going to be on until Saturday. Elsewhere, the team behind three award-winning restaurants in Medway are set to open their latest venue. The Nucleus team have unveiled their fourth branch in Raynham High Street. The official opening has been held up by red tape and paperwork, but they'll be ready to welcome customers next Monday. And finally, Kent's Orlando Bloom is going to voice a new character in Peppa Pig. The actor who was born in Canterbury will play a jeweller called Mr Raccoon in a three-part episode to mark the show's 20th, yes, 20th anniversary. Kent Online Sports. Football and Gillingham are back in League Two action tonight. They're away at Crew. It follows a tough draw at home to Mansfield Town on Saturday, which left the Jills fourth in the League Two table. Crew have also had a strong start to the season, particularly at home. Manager Neil Harris is looking for more than a point, but is expecting a tough game. The challenge for the players, and straight away I'm thinking towards Crew, is that they're on a great unbeaten home record. You know, I think one of the longest in, in, the, in the division, or the longest in the division. And it's down to us and go and set our stall out to go and win the game of football um, because uh, we won our first three away games. Uh, we've had a tough, tough away game period, um, but we've we were poor at Grimsby and we should have won the game at Donny and didn't. So I'm expecting that level of performance today, uh, coupled with an away day mentality of strength and character and personality um, to be um, putting in a strong performance. You guarantee it's going to be a difficult game. Uh, good side, good football inside. Um, I think you know, they might change shape today and, and went quite big. So it's going to be a League 2 encounter. They're going to be a good side and they're going to be physical as well at key moments. So we've just got to be be at our best. Well, kick-off tonight is at 7.45. You'll be able to follow the match action at Kent Online. We'll have details of the resulting bulletins over on our sister radio station, KMFM, tomorrow morning. Plus, we'll have more reaction in tomorrow's podcast as well. And staying with football, Kent's National League teams have been finding out who they'll face in the FA Cup fourth qualifying round. Ebb's fleet have been drawn at home to Salisbury or Slough Town. Maidstone will travel to Torquay. Sheppey will take on Billericay and Ramsgate face AFC Totten. Elsewhere, Dover Athletic will make the trip to Eastleigh. Well, that's all from us for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, X, Instagram, TikTok and Threads. Plus, you can get details on the top stories direct your email each morning via the briefing. To sign up to that, you just need to head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.